Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Still Chill Podcast with me, Rose, and my co-host, Raha. How are you doing today, Raha? That was really good. Yeah. Um, I'm doing all right. Yeah. A bit overwhelmed lately. Oh, yeah. Just with world news and with life and work. Um, but we're pushing through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie. Do you know what no, I mean? No, it's, it's the truth. I feel it's like everyone's truth. just pushing through. Um, it's just that awkward time of year for me. I always find, like, November especially is just a bit of a weird, like, transitional period yeah. where we're, like, moving into, like, different seasons and it's not December, so it's not Christmas just yet. It's just, yeah. Mm. I'm just, I'm just, like, existing. How are you, Rose? Same. Yeah. I'm taking two weeks off. Yeah, you are, which I'm very I'm so looking forward. You. Very looking forward. Um, but basically, this episode is a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. We, um, it's like an emergency episode. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, yeah. Like, we hadn't planned for it, and basically, me and Raha haven't shut up for 24 hours. Like, yeah. we've just been in a constant conversation. Yep. Without a break. Um, one, because we watched, um, a man named Scott. Yeah, the Kid Cudi documentary. Yes, and then today the Astro World tragedy. Yeah, and we got lost, didn't we? Yeah, we went down an absolute rabbit hole. So we've read all the <laughs> accounts so far. We've seen all of the information, and we wanted to bring it to the podcast because there are so many things and so many intersections. I we thought were relevant yeah. and like important to discuss. Definitely. Like, we just found ourselves just talking the whole, like, the whole of today. <laughs> we have literally been watching videos, reading people's account. Like, just, we've gone down. Just yabba, yabba, yabba. Yabba, 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 yabba. <laughs> but yeah, so for those of you who don't know, we're going to provide as much context as possible, yeah. given the information that we've got. Basically, what happened was, um, and this is from BBC News, Travis Scott, yeah. a rapper. Mm-hmm. The father of Kylie Jenner's children. Yes. Hosts an annual festival called Astroworld. It's been going since 2018. Mm-hmm. There are guests, normal lineup. He headlines at the end of it, right? This year, Apple live-streamed and sponsored the event. So the whole thing was filmed. Yeah. There was about 50,000 people there. And it lasted for 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the issue is that during those 75 minutes... The, ca- the crowd was just in chaos. Yeah. And it ended with eight people sadly dead. And they were between the ages of 14 and 27. Mm-hmm. 11 cardiac arrests, 300 injured. Now, the internet... 300 injured? Yeah. <gasps> That's more than I thought. And, and, like, injured sounds so mellow, doesn't it? We're talking, like, broken ankles, yeah. broken arms, mm-hmm. nerve damage. Um, and then people were injected with syringes as well. So wow. that's what they're like investigating now there was a security guard he felt it he was trying to help someone mm-hmm. he felt a prick in his neck and then passed out and then when they i guess no resuscitated isn't the right word um when he came to mm-hmm. they located the prick on his neck wow okay and they were given people um overdose medication yeah but it was specifically for opioids it's called narcan so they're mm-hmm. thinking that stuff might have been laced with fentanyl right oh for god's sake yeah what? Mm-hmm. 
But we're going to get into it, yeah. right? Okay. We'll get into it. So, the internet's like up in arms. Yes. Everyone's obviously devastated. Yeah. And traumatized. Actually, before we continue, I do also want to say that we're not trying to like jump on a tragedy and like jump. Yeah. On a hype. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just that there is so much in regards to mental health and how we're channeling rage and releasing it and like the culture and everything that it needs to be discussed yeah. and we haven't seen it be discussed before. So yeah, exactly. that's why we're talking about it. Um, so the issue was that before it started, mm-hmm. Travis Scott had tweeted saying, we're still sneaking the wild ones in. So essentially yeah. an invitation. The promo Which... video for Astro World, right, was like people jumping fences, breaking down barriers, yeah. which happened on the day. Mm-hmm. We saw that. And it's because he invited it. It's yeah. kind of like... And it's like the wild ones. What What are we implying here? Like the language yeah. that's being used even. I just... Which, by the way, his Twitter has been purged. Like, you will not find those tweets now. But of yeah, course yeah. people screenshot. <laughs> but it's like you're... That's so, do you know how irresponsible that is? I know I sound like, oh, that's that's so irresponsible <laughs> to write that tweet. But like, hello? That, it, I just think, especially with the wild ones, like when, when you're using that kind of language, it's, it's just encouraging people. It's not, um, it's like, oh, the people that have already bought my tickets, they're not the wild ones, <laughs> you know? They're the tame, nice ones. Thank you for... And you would be pissed. You would be mm. pissed if you had bought a ticket and you were there and you'd, you you saw that tweet. Like, if your favourite artist had just tweeted, the wild ones can sneak in. Mm. I'd be fuming. I'd be like, come on. I've literally paid to come here. Yeah. And there's people breaking down barriers... But that's also the culture of his fan base, isn't it? Like, they're the ragers. Like, it's chaotic. Every single fan account yeah. is like, this and is I like get it. the it's, third it's, 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 it's his brand, isn't it? Let's yeah. Say. Like, essentially, that's, that's what's getting people excited. Yeah. But my thing is, it's, we'll get into it, but it's a reflection of people's internal agony. Yeah. And it's been spun to be cool and what it's ended up in is this tragedy yeah yeah and it really is a tragedy because we're like oh and it's funny isn't it how desensitized people are on social media because we're just throwing figures about like oh eight people dead this mm. has happened da, 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 da. but ultimately if you really think about it like they were children yeah a lot of them so young like they got dropped off yeah their parents were like oh they've just gone to astro astro world the excitement like, yeah the build-up of that and then for it to end in this way and if you've got the capacity there is so much footage online from people in the crowd mm-hmm. and you can't deny it like they are being crushed of <laughs> it's terrifying like uh, this feeling that i've had all day just watching these videos it's and and it's because you like you and I have gone to so many gigs and we know what it's like to feel like crushed in a crowd mm. and it's the worst feeling and of those videos of just people crying and screaming for help and it, like at the top of their lungs and it's oh it's just it's horrifying to watch and there's so many yeah. like there there wasn't just one video we saw there was so many yeah and like so yeah so one of the problems was that he tweeted yeah 
The other issue was that... So, yeah, loads of people end up going to the to the festival that don't have tickets and it's just completely overcrowded. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I read um, a statement from a nurse who was present mm-hmm. and she basically said that she passed out. She'd been to loads of um, Travis Scott concerts before. Like, mm-hmm. you know the deal, you know what you're getting yourself into, but nothing had ever been this bad. Yeah. And she passed out and when she woke up, she was just surrounded by people whose eyes were like roll into the back of their heads, um, bleeding from their nose and mouth. Wow. And she's checking people's pulses. Security are like, please help us. They haven't got enough people. Um, and then she writes, I'm going to just read it because more accurate Mm -hmm. um she says he takes me to the part of the crowd where i see three bodies sprawled out and people who i assume were medics medical staff doing cpr i immediately see that there is not enough medics for this so i relieve one medic of cpr i asked where the ambu bag is where the aed is where the stretcher and ambulance is and they said essentially there is none there is one ambu bag one stretcher and one aed for three now four people who are pulseless and blue People from the crowd were trying to help. Teenagers are doing CPR, trying to help, but they're doing it incorrectly. Then I'm doing people. Then I'm seeing people do CPR on people who still have a pulse because nobody has done a pulse check. Oh my god! It was an absolute shit show. And there's so many accounts. There like was this. so yeah, I read so many of those. And yeah, and it's 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 horrific yeah. to think of. But something that did surprise me when we were doing all of this research because we were hot this yeah. morning, weren't we? We were. Ugh. <laughs> I was raging. Because, because he was I, carrying on, like, people was... There was people chanting, saying, stop the show, stop the show. Like, there's videos of him, which looks like he's directly looking at somebody who's literally dead and being carried out. Like, it's... It it just looks terrifying. It, lo- it would look like someone's worst nightmare. Yeah, and that's, and that's the other part of it, isn't it? That everything was, like... Demonic. On and flame, yeah, on course, fire. Yeah. That, that's, that's neither here or there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the the other thing was that what we saw initially this morning was his video. I don't even want to say an apology video because it's not an apology, is it? Yeah, or on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's a story. Him and Kylie have published stories being like, we're devastated, we're heartbroken. And that's about as far as it's gone so far. Yeah. And people are just really frustrated. And it, I guess it's such a new thing. It's something that we haven't necessarily experienced before. So what surprised me was mm. when I looked into it and I was like, oh, there's so many, many. cases of this. Which I was this so surprised about as well. so often. This happens so often. It's what, unbelievable. Uh, um, what specifically do you, do you mean? Um, crowd crushing. Right, Overcrowding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, Yeah. And one of the cases that really surprised me was Gwen Stefani. Yeah. So Gwen Stefani in 2016 did a gig and she's like, oh, I can't see the people in the back. Like, come to the front. Yeah. And people start rushing to the Which front. Which is just like, re- like, Gwen. <laughs> yeah. Gwen. It, we, it, I just feel like it's common sense, especially as a performer, you, you can see the crowd in front of you. You know how crowd behaviour typically works, especially yeah. when you've done that many shows. Like, when did you say this was? 2010? 2016. 2016! And you're telling people to come to the front. And I get it. You're trying to... You want your fans to have a good time. But it's it's so unsafe. It's just... Well, someone got seriously injured. Yeah. And they sued. And when she went to trial... Well, when she... Yeah. She's going to trial, basically. Because mm-hmm. the judge said that she could be held 
liable. Yeah. Um, because and had she not said that, yeah, those injuries wouldn't have occurred. Yeah, exactly. And you're a person of influence, and you literally influence a whole crowd. Mm-hmm. So you need to know, you know. And then another tragedy that happened was in Germany in Duisburg, mm-hmm. the Love Parade, and that was in t- 2010. Um, 21 people died. Wow. Um, and then somewhere where this happens quite frequently, actually, is the Hajj or Hajj. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, 2,177 <sighs> people were crushed. That's so um, Because they're all reaching towards the same thing. Yeah. And that's what happened. So it's not actually that you're in a crowd. It's that the crowd is moving at the same time towards something and there's not space to there's no space to move yeah and that's yeah exactly so the crowd is not to blame it's like a current essentially yeah exactly and we'll go into that um but yeah what i wanted to end on because i this was really interesting to me was that 183 people died in victoria hall in 1883 Mm -hmm. in the uk and after that, a law was passed that entertainment venues have to be equipped with crash bar latches that open outwards. Yeah, so you know so the that's fire exit. Always there. Yeah, 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 at the back of the venue. Mm-hmm. That's why to avoid stuff like this from happening. Yeah. And we were talking about it when we because me and Roha in our teenage years, we probably went to every single gig you can think of. Yeah. Like we were big <laughs> every like, month. Festival culture, we gig, all of it. Yeah. And actually, in the UK, like the security is great and the yeah. paramedics are great Agreed. yeah like yeah. i can't imagine something like this happening here no neither and of course at festivals and stuff things happen things have happened in the uk yeah. for sure yeah for yeah, sure. yeah oh yeah i mean um, yeah no i mean i mean i'm saying like at gigs and festivals yeah. that, that stuff does happen it has happened um but from our experience yeah it's always been fine safe. it's been safe so what actually happened in that crowd um, so the, from the stuff that I saw uh, on social media and Instagram especially, um, people were just getting sucked under, essentially. Mm. Like, there was just no space. Where people's feet were was where they stayed. That's how they described it. Yeah. Um, and people were just getting crushed. Like, people's chests were getting crushed. They couldn't breathe. It was just hot air. Um, and as soon as there would be like a hole or a gap, you would just get sucked, you'd get swooped in um, mm. and you would get trampled on. That would be it. Once you're on the floor, like that would be it. People would start piling on top of each other. Um, and yeah, that was essentially how, how they died by getting trampled on, which is just the most horrific way I can imagine dying. Mm. Like. Um, and the music is still going and people around are still dancing and like having a, having a good time. And, but it's just, it just looked like chaos from the videos. Yeah. And what you were just describing about, um, people getting sucked in, that's actually called progressive crowd collapse. Oh, okay. So yeah. And there's actually science and psychology and physics behind this. Right. Mm -hmm. So essentially what the researchers have found is there can only be four people per square meter right for them to still have choice to move to move okay. right if you go up to six that's enough to create a current right yeah so six people in a square meter is too many people mm-hmm. that means the crowd is at a really high risk of losing control yeah essentially what happens is people get stand so close together that one person falls and that's the only space that exists. Yeah. So 
everything gets sucked into that space. Mm-hmm. So then people start falling and it's like a domino effect. Yeah, And they don't exactly. mean to. They literally get sucked, sucked in. into that yeah. energy field. It is a... Cur- like, I know from, from when we've been to gigs, yeah. as soon as it's, like, too packed to the point where you can't move, if one thing moves, you're going with that crowd. Like, yeah. you have no control over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... The other thing is crowd crushing, which is what you were talking about, mm. people's chests. Yeah. Um, people can't breathe. You know, imagine you're like under five five. Yeah. It's And we were always lucky. We're tall. We're tall. Um and we were always that was the one thing we always said every time we were at a gig, we were like, God, oh, we're so lucky we're tall. Yeah, definitely. It's horrific, it's horrendous, and it was happening at so many locations at the same time simultaneously at this place Mm -hmm. and there are so many people online defending being like oh you would never be able able to to see see that from it's dark and people's phone lights are on those people have never a been to a gig or b stood on a stage and performed in front of because you would see you can see that no it's not you would you can see that you can and see the emotion. Let's say it's not even Travis Scott, but everybody else who was up there. Like this, and this is what I don't understand. It was it just the carelessness? Like you, you're able to see that when people are chanting "Stop the show" and screaming for help. There was one video that I saw that was just just the sound, mm. and it was just the sound of people screaming for help. And I just can't understand how nobody saw that. Yeah. Or nobody thought it was important enough to stop. Yeah. And he did stop, though. Yes. And I'll give him that. I saw a bit. one video. I'll give him a bit. Yeah. Someone passed out, right? Yeah. And I think he stopped a few times. He wasn't, like... But, I don't know. Like, it, it still something feels really, like, sinister about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And that's why I can't, like, it's very easy to hold him, I mean, we'll go on to this. <laughs> hold it, holding him accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, well, we're, we're kind of moving on to that now. So, essentially, with progressive crowd collapse and crowd crushing, the, cre- the researchers are saying... Stop calling it a stampede because it's not. People aren't moving in the same motion at the same time on purpose mm-hmm. and they're not moving freely. They're like, it, it's not in their control. Yeah. Okay. And then there are some social psychologists who say, okay, but that crowd is also made up of individual personalities. And yeah. that also depends, but that also determines how things go. Yeah. And then you've got to look at crowd behavior. Yeah. Like de-individuation, like mm. we learn in psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, de-individuation is basically a concept, uh, like mainly social psychology. That's, it's basically the loss of awareness when you're in a crowd. Um, and you can, you can kind of become, your behavior can become anonymous because you're part of this crowd because so many people will be doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if it's a loss of self-awareness. It's, it's a... Like, you conveniently put it to the side, side. I feel. Yeah. A little more like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And that's and th- then the whole argument of, of how people's values and, and their morality and, and stuff is lost in a crowd. Yes. Because if, if people can switch so easily because you're just around more people, mm. uh, can we hold people to that standard? Do you know what? Does that make sense? Like, can... Can we expect people to be human and humane? (laughs) 
basically like is that the truth of it is that what people are really like mm. i think oh i don't know because the other thing is in those videos like people are dancing on the ambulance cars but that's what all the people accounts are, were saying they, they, they were one like person dying and then person whoever's next to the person dying is dancing and singing and having a good time it's such a strange like one of the accounts was like i was in a tent surrounded by people and drake comes on and more and more people are just getting passed out like they're getting like crowd surfed yeah out of the crowd because people are just losing their mind yeah. over Drake. And this was the next point I wanted to go on to. Mm-hmm. Is celebrity worship? Because people say this only happened because as soon as he came on stage, everyone just stopped pushing forward. Yeah. So what... what what's the appeal? Like, what's that appealing mm. that makes people react in that way? You know what I mean? Like, why do people have that desire to get that close to... Because it? it's not just this concert. It's 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 the stuff at the Hajj, like you said. Like, yeah. even religious stuff. Um, sports. Like, why are people so desperate to get closer to this thing? Yeah. It's so... It's so symbolic because it's 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 physical. Yeah. Yeah. When it's you're watching physical, that, Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And... Um, we really, like, the thing that prompted this conversation was how, in detail, we were talking about Kid Cudi. Yeah. And what he did for hip-hop mm-hmm. and what that's turned into yeah. now. And the reason that's relevant is because Travis Scott takes his name from Scott Mescali, which is yeah. Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. So it's his idol, it's his biggest inspiration. But actually, they couldn't be more different, even though... They're classed under the same umbrella. Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to go into the nuance of that. Mm-hmm. So, when did you find out about Kid Cudi? <laughs> Let's start there. Oh, um, which, by the way, the documentary is eleven out of ten. Yeah, no, we really enjoyed. Oh, we were being such an ads when we were if, watching it. it was if so good. Kid Cudi was instrumental in your life, if he carried you through your teenage years, like I urge you to watch it. Yes, yeah. it was brilliant. Um, so when, when was the first time I was in high school? 13, 14, I want to say? No, you were younger than that, because I was 15. Oh, okay, so I would have been 12. 12. Wow. <gasps> oh my god. Mm-hmm. God, that's so weird to think. Yeah, um, Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously introduced me to it, and, oh, I used to just bang that star, that album Every day to school and back, it was like my favorite thing. And what was the appeal? He was. It was just brand new. It was like it was rap and it was hip hop, but it was that it was alternative because he was talking mm. about his feelings, but not necessarily his deep feelings. It was just like a thought track, mm, mm-hmm. you know. There was so much that I I resonated with. And we always obviously grew up listening to hip-hop and rap. Um, But there was always that missing for me that, like, obviously, I didn't grow up in the hood. I I can't Mm. always resonate with with what I listen to. I just love the music. I love the sound, right? Yeah. But this was, like, hitting in every every way. We loved Kikadi, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. It gave, like, a voice to something that I hadn't even processed within myself. Yeah. And at the time, I was like oh, wow, like, 
he he's so depressed and like he's so this and it was like I think that my actually I think it put me on the path that I am on today because I was like wow like I really feel that but Mm -hmm. I really didn't think that I understood it whereas now in hindsight I can I can be like wow I think I was really depressed at the time whereas at the time I was just encapsulated that perfect like mm -hmm. because we were saying that weren't we not even just with the lyrics necessarily it was just the sound the humming the yeah Kid Cudi's like his, it, it, yeah, it just, it put it into music. He translated it into music perfectly. Yes, and the whole documentary is about all of his albums, and he's always been that way, that it's always been very raw, like, yeah, just raw about where he is at in his life at that time. And throughout the documentary, you could see so many fans who'd, like, tattooed him on them being like mm-hmm. you saved my life yeah everyone's like you saved my life and he was like i had this this weight on my shoulder like i'm saving people's lives but i'm deeply unhappy and yeah. that's what people connected to this like it wasn't darkness because that's what it became no i feel it like was, it was just, it was more sadness yeah it was more like a melancholy yeah yeah yeah. I would say yeah definitely and and that's what like more of a sorrow it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like dark yeah which is what it became eventually definitely yeah 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 but all of this to say that he really made a big change within the hip-hop scene because it wasn't about political rebellion anymore it was about individual rebellion as well so it was about what you do on the individual level and then it became very like punk rock right Uh and so many people took inspiration from that travis scott included yeah and that lonely boy rager yeah persona Persona. has been Mm -hmm. taken on by so many new age rappers yeah 100 percent. but they're not doing it justice because they're not articulating themselves about what's happening for them it's just a brand it's just an aesthetic yeah yeah it's an aesthetic exactly it's an aesthetic it's just the aesthetic without like the outpouring without the expression without without the reality of it without the without someone expressing their truth yeah yeah and still talking about like the worst parts of hip-hop, which is the promotion of drug culture, yeah. misogynoir, yeah. like, all of that stuff. But you're trying to... But you're putting it back to Kid Cudi. So that's what frustrated me. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because we're in an age where mainstream hip-hop is that, and it's definitely inspired by Kid Cudi. Yes. But what they're doing is they're commodifying something that brought people so much relief and now it's bringing people darkness and rage and i was telling you earlier Mm -hmm. like punk is a form of self-expression yeah so you wear you dress Mm -hmm. you speak rebellion essentially Mm -hmm. whereas this fan base or not just travis's fan base because there are other artists that are included oh yeah 100 percent they don't have that release. That yeah, because they don't. They then they don't express themselves. No, because they follow a hype beast culture. Yeah, exactly. Which is what consumerism. Yeah, it's meaningless. It's yeah. empty. It's void. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's void. <laughs> like that massive hall at his concert. That that behind the stage. It, it's a void. Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. When you're not expressing yourself fully, you're as your whole self through through your art, through your clothes, through 
and you know in every way that you can it's like I'm just gonna take this and just use it yeah you know it, like you're adopting something as as a part of an aesthetic yeah and it's not true to you and it's not true and it, even if it is true you're yeah like you said before you're not doing it justice because you're choosing to withhold so much yeah absolutely like that like I feel like I have and I the reason people love Kid Cudi so much is because I think we all feel like we have been inside of his mind yeah but not in like a oh I've seen inside of his mind (laughs) no like literally like a stream of just thoughts yeah because even (laughs) when we were watching it yesterday we were saying how um there are there are so many songs that we felt like we don't relate to at all lyrically but it felt like i was able to take a trip through his mind and see what he was experiencing and that that's true artistry to me yeah and it was all about his expression right yeah so going back to travis scott um kid cuddy is known as mr rager yeah right since man on the moon 2 mm-hmm Travis Scott's fan base, they're called the Ragers. Yeah. Okay. Now. Which, it's just like, you're flipping it too. This is the other thing. Kid Cudi, like, even if we're just looking at it, like, metaphorically, whatever. Mm. Kid Cudi's like, I'm Mr. Rager. Tell me where you go. Mm. Or it's his alter ego or whoever he's referring to, right? When When you're talking about your fan base as the Ragers. Yeah. How are you expecting them to behave? Well, obviously, but that's it's, but that that's that's the point, isn't it? It's like the the chaos that's projection is part of the is, branding. Is, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like that's... Oh yeah. But you're projecting onto your fans. Yeah. Like moshing, raging, all of that stuff isn't new. Yeah. It's the context in which you're doing it in. So yeah. you have bands like Linkin Park, for example. Obviously, they're gonna have mosh pits, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things was always that when someone fell down. They'd go, what do we do when someone falls down? And everyone says, pick them back up, yeah. right? And that's like, that, yeah, that's the vibe of the show. Like, you're helpful. You're being helpful. Well, you're creating also, a safe space. It's, exactly. It has to be a safe space. Yeah. And in regards to that, obviously they can see when people have fallen down. Yeah. Adele can see, Niall can see, Freddie Mercury could see. There are so many artists, so much footage that shows people sorry just my dog um (laughs) that shows people stopping their show yeah because of people fainting or starting fights in the crowd Mm -hmm. swaying etc um so yeah that argument that he couldn't see what was happening yeah it it, it's a no from me it's a no from me too and And then yeah and then and that brings me on to my next point about his history because that's what we looked at yeah right there was one video, Raha, you showed me, Tammy. Yeah, so, yeah, because when you came into my room this morning and you, we were talking about it, I was like, I saw a video of him years ago. I can't, I feel like it was like 2017, maybe 2016, where he starts crowd surfing and he just like leaves the crowd and he starts accusing somebody in the crowd of uh, stealing his shoe. And he's just fuming on stage like you stole my fucking shoe blah 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 and he's like fuck him up fuck him up yeah like, and getting the crowd to, to beat him up and to beat this guy up and throws his mic and i remember after watching that all those years ago just being like what have i just seen how can you that ain't right how can you encourage a crowd to beat up 
one person over one shoe that you could probably buy a hundred thousand times over. Literally. And who's to say someone was trying to steal your shoe, you're crowd surfing? Like, and also, why, of course, somebody would probably try and, and steal, steal your, your shoe, shoe, right? And imagine he's just falsely accused someone. Imagine his shoe is just loose and someone grabbed it because they're trying, you know, whatever. And you're, yeah. Fuming, he was fuming. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was horrible, but yeah. there was an even more horrific story, which in 2017, he pled guilty um, to public disorder because he was at a gig and someone was trying to jump off the balcony. Yeah. And he was just like, go on, do it. Don't be scared. Go on, go for it. Like egging this guy on to jump off the balcony. And he did. And then moments later, a random person got thrown off the third story balcony and ended up paralyzed. (gasps) And they are devastated by what happened. Well, of course. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, And it just, that specific image made me think of when we went to see Odd Future. That I can't was remember horrible. the year. It was like 2012 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but I was like 15. Oh my God, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah, I was in... Yeah. <gasps> what? <laughs> Sorry, that's crazy. That's just blowing my mind. Yeah, so 10 years ago. That is... To see that was Crater. single-handedly the worst gig of my life. Do you think? Would you say? Oh, it was horrific. Yeah. Well, I got pulled out of the crowd, didn't I? Um, and I would even say that that Odd Future are probably... Also, like, the inspiration behind this kind this of kind culture. Of, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, I mean, I expected it. We expected it. We knew that they had mosh pits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like... Um, I didn't know what I was walking into. But it, the, the, it was just so packed in there. There were so many people. People were swinging off balconies. Condoms they were being were thrown off, about. Yeah. Um, obviously people were getting violent with each other everywhere, all around. It was just But wild. I mean it was like bad we really, vibes. Like the like The vibe was bad. Oh, the it, vibe was it angry. Was horrific. It was hostile. We were right at the front, mm. I remember. And this guy is just just shouting the most horrific stuff in my ear. And just I, I don't even want to repeat literally what he was saying because it was so disgusting. Um, and I, I ended up hitting him. Yeah, you punched so him. Just, and, and then it got to a point where it was, I felt I was being crushed. crushed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just felt like I couldn't breathe and the security had to just pull me out. Yeah, we all got pulled out. It was the only time I've ever had to be pulled out. Like, yeah, 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 same, the only time. Fuck you, like, <laughs> literally, I was so angry. But I didn't I honestly feel... felt like... Uh, it once once I got pulled out, I felt fine. I felt safe. There was plenty of space. There was water. I actually bumped into my friend randomly. Yeah. So it was I was I was fine and like it was handled well. It was handled well exactly. So when I was when we were looking at the stuff today, I just was like I can't. I was I honestly felt like I was going to tear up because I was like I can't imagine being in that situation that we were in our future and not being able to get out yeah. because you just want to get out. There was a researcher who said it's stupid when people say people die from panic. It, they're not dying from panic. They're panicking because they're dying. They yeah, know they're dying. They know they're dying. And every single account that I read today where people were uh, telling their stories, ev- almost all of them said that they saw the pe- the fear in people's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like 75 minutes 
of just fight or flight. Yeah. Do you know how traumatic that is for people? Mm. To ha- and then have a half-assed apology and a half-assed I'm devastated. Yeah. It's outrageous. People need to be held accountable. Yeah. This is absolutely and, unbelievable. And that's, like, I don't I don't think he's solely to blame. No. I, like, the, the, the medics weren't right, the security wasn't right, whoever was organising whatever was, had done a terrible job, clearly. Um, it's it's how you rectify these things as well. That that's what matters. And his video just didn't do it. Like Roddy Rich is already talking about you know donating all of his money to the to the families. And Travis, this guy hasn't even like there wasn't a real apology. Your PR team have written something on your notes app. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I wanted to talk about it so early on, because I did consider, like, oh, maybe we should watch things unravel, but I find it fascinating, or I'm really curious about observing myself react to news on social media and the Mm -hmm. way things unfold and all of the information that's thrown in there. Yeah. What can I trust? What's reliable? What is my reaction? Because this morning, we... I was like... He needs to go. Oh, I don't believe in jail. But I was like, he needs (laughs) to be held accountable. Whereas now I'm just like, I don't actually know who needs to be held accountable. And so much has unraveled. unraveled. Yeah. Yeah, and, And like, you read more accounts and your perception changes. And I think we are in an age where we form an opinion so quickly and then we cling to it because we formed it so early Definitely. on and yeah we were cussing him out this morning yeah but then throughout the day yeah the more stuff that's come out i'm like there were so many people yeah yes this is his festival yes i mean of course he, I yes mean, i'm sure he no 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 he yes, should have stopped he should have stopped shit 100 yeah 100 percent um, is he the salt the is only he the person, only person? yeah no definitely not Absolutely not. What does a 29-year-old know about running a festival? Stay. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about that as well. Just the way that we engage with and react to online news, world news, the way it impacts our day. Like, it's consumed our whole day, literally. (laughs) Yeah, but you should know and you should be aware of these things because imagine you're a parent just dropping your kid off at a festival. You have no idea, like... No parent yeah. would have ever imagined that something like this would have happened. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just wanted to speak to... I just wanted to mention about this new age hip-hop movement mm-hmm. because it is in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we've touched on it, but I think it's a reflection or a projection of the sadness that people, but also specifically men, feel in the midst of this, like, capitalistic dystopia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where do they want to go with their life, but they want to have the best things, but they don't know how to get it. It's... Hype beast culture is essentially the same thing as grind culture, as hustle culture. It falls under the same umbrella. Mm -hmm. It's... You can make it too... You can have nothing mm-hmm. and you can make it. Yeah. And we all have mental health issues, but we're not going to address them. We'll yeah. just take drugs. Yes. And 
distract ourselves. Yeah, which is what most people are doing. They're just channeling that in different ways. But I feel like this this way in particular is so much more damaging and more common than people but that's what i want to talk about like what is it about like for example the odd future setting or like the travis scott setting those kind of individuals like acting in that way because like we said there were people diving off off police cars and like still filming and all the accounts are like i was literally being trampled and Mm -hmm. people are dancing on top of me like not everyone was being crushed there were people having a great great time how can you how yeah like, are we just so but, uh, desensitized? Are we so dissociated? Like, but then I also think that we don't know. We don't even know if Travis was on drugs. We do you know what I mean? You don't know how high people are. Yeah. You don't know you and and if people are bringing in syringes so and drugging people, you don't know what else people are bringing in. Like, it, or even what they're voluntarily taking. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the things that are being repressed and the things that they've wanted to just let go of, like all of that stuff is just seeping out. Yeah. People are just there to release, like yeah, release exactly, and that's what I mean. It's like they, it's all of this emptiness, this void that they that everyone is feeling, like going about their day to day lives, and then at the first chance, yeah, letting loose, yeah, and it and it turns into chaos, yeah, God, but it's encouraged. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's encouraged. It's like the wild one sneaking, the rages. Yeah, let's turn up. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. he kept saying, you know what like, we hate to do? Like, I want to see the ground shake. People are like, help. And he's like, I want to see the ground shake. Yeah. And oh. they want the, like, people want the carnage. Like, that's. It's like you said, his promotional video had all of that stuff in. That's what they're going for. I'm pretty sure he said something before about, like, um, if there's no injury, like, it wasn't a real mosh pit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I... But yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. And it's like, fine, okay, have have your little mosh pit, have your... Come in with a couple bruises. You know what I mean? But people are getting killed. Like, yeah. it's... There's a... There's... Hello, there's we're a difference. We're talking cardiac arrests. Yeah. Like, we're talking broken bones. Like, it, no. And the other thing is... People are adamant that there's way more than eight people. Like, yeah, way, way every, more. every, that's the other thing. Every, uh, most, well, not everything, most things that I I read said that it's definitely more than eight. Yeah, another reason and that I wanted things to. things are being covered. And the, the other thing about Apple streaming it, like, mm. where's all of that footage? Like, they filmed the entire thing from beginning to end. And then you have all the people online saying that there was so much satanic symbolism and, like, you can't miss it. And, when and you the look, thing is, <laughs> you and, can't and do you know what? It. Like, people will sit here and laugh and be like, oh, the conspiracy theorists, all Illuminati stuff and satanic stuff, like, laughing at these people. Mm. And it's like, you can laugh, but I, I wouldn't dispute dispute what people think about that stuff. Yeah, because, dismiss it. And dismiss it, because I think it's valid. yeah is right there it's right there like I, I'm not saying that I, I personally I'm not saying the that connections stuff. that they're making are the right are connections the ri- exactly yeah yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, that's it but um, there is some funky stuff th- yeah and for people to actually say they felt like they were in actual hell they couldn't breathe it was hot There was they were surrounded by fire like people had fear in their eyes scrambling to get to the surface like oh it sounds 
horrendous, yeah. horrendous. But one of the reasons I wanted to also do this episode so early is because we're talking about someone who has an extreme amount of influence mm-hmm. and connections and power yeah. and capital. Mm-hmm. And I'd be really curious to see how this unfolds moving forward. I don't think it's going to... I I think this will blow over, if I'm honest. How can I think it? we'll see his grills on the gram in, like, two months. a month. Yeah. But, he, just, but lawsuits will be... Left front. Yeah. You said earlier, you were like, you don't know whose kids were in that crowd. No. Yeah. 50,000 people. Like, that's that is... But then again, you've got Chris Jenner on your side. You don't know. You can make that stuff go away if you need to. Yeah, you know. But that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm really surprised that like I know all the big all the big news outlets have reported on it, but it's not like it, the outrage is coming from the people, the public. It's not yes. so much coming from the media as no, much. it's, it's not just coming being from... very like matter of fact, isn't it? Yeah. When really any other time, like it's a black rapper. Yeah, and it's a huge... It's, it's, yeah. It would have been way bigger. Yeah. And I think they're And I think the way that he's strings. responded actually has been... I, and I might I might be wrong, but I feel like has maybe been strategic as well. By downplaying it, you're not taking... Yeah, exactly. ...that much responsibility. And it's like, well, I'm not then. By just popping it on your story, it's like, oh my God, this is so awful that this happened at my... Almost responding to it as if it what happened at Ariana Grande's concert in Manchester yeah. which is completely different yeah do you know I mean they're almost being put at the same scale yes but it's completely different but Ariana different. actually had nothing to do with yeah like what happened at Travis Scott's concert was completely avoidable yes and it was in his hands to control that situation yeah what happened at Ariana Grande's concert was completely it was completely different yeah yeah definitely so yeah I'd be curious to see how it unfolds um, if you ever find yourself in a situation where yeah. you're stuck in a crowd, here's what you do, okay? What happens is you'll feel a current, and with that current, the crowd surges, okay? Move forward with that surge, like, let that current take you, mm-hmm. but simultaneously try and move to the side, so move sideways. As the current is going forward, yeah. move sideways, and eventually you will find yourself out of, like, the depth yeah. of the current, and hopefully, if you're at a gig or you're in a market, or you're somewhere, you find yourself to the outer corners, and mm-hmm. you can find some shelter and refuge. Yeah. Um, so go with the surge and move sideways. And then the other thing is, observe how you respond to news in this moment in time. Watch what your initial reactions are, how tightly you're clinging, clinging to your opinions. Yeah. Whether you're keeping an open mind and allowing other perspectives as well mm-hmm. before making a final decision. Yeah. Um, to have an awareness and be mindful that so much of this stuff is planted to influence us. So there are media companies literally trying to control the narrative. Yeah. In one way or another. Like, it could be either way. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is monitor how much you're engaging with it. Because honestly, we've been looking at it all day and Mm -hmm. this feeling in my chest has literally just been there the whole day. Yeah. So if you don't have the capacity for it right now, like... You don't have to engage with it. You don't have to. Which is a privilege to an extent. You gotta, you gotta... 
Nah, when I saw how many <laughs> of these incidents have happened, let's say even over the last 20 years, since the year 2000, how yeah. many have happened, I thought all of this stuff has happened and I had no awareness of it. Yeah. And I get it, it's privilege, but I also think it's privilege, but the way in which we've moved and the way in which we're exposed to world news in this day and age, Mm -hmm. I think is way beyond our capacity. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So you have to, you have to uh, regulate it for yourself. Yeah, if you want to sustain your your, well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, your, your activism, essentially, if you're trying to fight against like this whole industry, like this is, this, (laughs) I hate to say it, but this is, as a result of capitalism. Yeah. It's profit mm-hmm. over humanity. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's In so it. many regards, like, and we don't know exactly what's happened, but it's clear in it. Because mm-hmm. they, he also said that they'd already sold out. Yeah, he invited strangers to just come. No, 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 not even strangers. They sold out and then he managed to sell more tickets and then he wrote that tweet as well. Oh. Yeah. So, you, you, do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Horrendous, horrendous. Yeah. Um, our condolences with all of the families yes. that have been affected. Um, I'm sure it's more than eight. And I hope you get the justice that you deserve. Yeah, 100%. And um, be safe out there, everyone. Please, it's still COVID as well. It's- please. look after yourselves um for sure thank you so much for listening thank you no i don't want to leave on that note that's so So depressing (laughs) what's your song of the week i feel like i feel like now i'm triggered i'm actually triggered sorry but in the length of this episode i feel like i've caught cold do i sound like i've caught cold all of a sudden What were you saying? You're triggered. Um, yeah, but then I just go back to the videos. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like traditional old school um, hip hop heads and rappers are like, oh, what is with this new generation? Like Takashi 6ix9ine, all of these guys with like this multicolored stuff on. And then, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they get... A little peep, a little pump, a little, little pump, dark. Little di- <laughs> literally, right? <laughs> 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 Um, but it's like... Oh, we're old, isn't it? Yeah. No, we are old and we're going to sound old. But the truth is, is that it's just, that's what the industry is pushing. Yeah. That it doesn't mean that conscious rappers aren't around, that that doesn't exist. There are artists who are... Artists. Artists who are, who are spreading truth and happiness and sadness and vulnerability and all of the good stuff. They're just not getting the bag they're not being recognized for it because that's not what sells sell. yeah and it's all of these other rappers who are making a come up and everyone's like where's hip-hop going why do you why think it doesn't sell happening? i'll tell you why i don't think it sells i don't i don't think it sells because there is 
such a culture around like lonely boy rap so I'm going to call it now <laughs> lonely boy rap where it involves drugs it involves clothes it invo- involves all of this like material stuff yeah right that everyone is trying to attain and it keeps those industries going, going. so exactly. it's like yeah it's a yeah. money maker they work hand in hand as well everyone's like that all, all the capitalists be like thank you the same way like boy bands appeal to young teenage, teenage girls, girls right yeah exactly exactly so yeah um, so, yeah. Say, Travis Scott, that vi- video, everyone's like, he's acting, he's acting, his apology isn't sincere, like, this is, yeah. like, the most fake, just as GCSE drama, right? Yeah. <laughs> what if he, along with so many other people, is so emotionally disconnected yeah. from himself that he doesn't even know how to access those feelings in order to show them. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you how do you turn it on for people? It's... Again, I think it's a reflection of the times that we're living in. Yeah. And it's messed up. Like, that's what's messed up. Like, at the core of it, it's what's messed up. What's happened is a tragedy, but I think there are so many layers to what's happened and to what we're uplifting in this day and age that need to be addressed. Yeah. It's what are we celebrating? Yeah. And what are we giving the time of day? But it's it's all Yeah. It's <laughs> difficult though. Because we're human beings. Exactly. And our nature is our nature. We have desires. We have things that we want to be fulfilled. Like if somebody is dangling something in front of you, you're going to go for that thing. We're not that... Nah, that's Western culture. Of course it's Western culture. But that's what we're living in. That's what we're referring to, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, should we just accept that as this is how it is, so we just need to accept it for what no. it is? Because Eastern culture, like Far Eastern culture, is all about detachment and being aware of your desires and knowing that they are fleeting and that craving and desires and attachment is the thing that leads to suffering. Suffering, yeah, exactly. But so they can we not just be like here yet? So it's like this is this is what we're living in, but it's not sustainable. No, it's not sustainable at all. No, this it leads to this. It leads yeah. to what that it leads to mm-hmm. astro world, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get a bit too uh so eight cents. So what's your song of the song of the week? Oh babe? god, really? We're gonna do Yeah, we're gonna do Song of the Week. Um, yeah one. My song of the week is I actually don't know. <laughs> no either. What's gonna actually, be Kid Cuddy? <laughs> yeah. My song of the week. Oh god, now I've gotta f- pick my favourite Kid Cuddy song. Wait, I will. I was going to do a Kid Cudi song. No, we can both do a Kid Cudi song. There's enough songs in there. Oh, it's so hard. No, 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 yeah, no, Yeah, I, I want that no, to be my favourite, no. but it's not. Yeah. No. Actually, no. My favourite is Don't Play This Song. No. No, my favourite. No, <laughs> yeah. that's rude. No, my favourite is... My favourite is Soundtrack to My Life, but only because mm. I feel like it's been the most... Like, that at the time, I was just like, oh my god. Sky Might Fall might be my favourite. Yeah, I feel that. 
I have to say, Pursuit of Happiness. I know, but that's like a... That's like a... It's a um, classic. That's a classic. That's a classic. That doesn't count. That That's not just like a, a song. <laughs> that's like... That, <laughs> wow, is wow. <laughs> it's very wow. <laughs> no, I'm going to say... um. No, sorry. I like Don't Play This Song. <laughs> but, but, Don't you dare but, tell me that it's not my favourite. When it it's one of the, the sound <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank listening. You. Please let us know what you think. Yeah, do you like this. this kind of emergency spontane episode or are we a bit too all over the place? Oh, you mean the episode? Yeah. You know, what if they're like, like, oh my god, sorry, why are they talking about like Travis him. Scott? <laughs> They're going to say, why are they talking about Travis Scott of all people? Of all disasters and tragedies, this is what they've chosen to speak about. But... It's just been... It's just taken a lot of... Heavy on our heart, heavy on our mind, and wanted to use this as a release. And also... (laughs) Um... (laughs) Oh. Heartbreaks and Breakup episode coming to you... Next. This week. Yes. Double whammy. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Goodbye.